Okay, let's start our discussion of Parshas Chayesara, Tavshin Ayin Aleph. Tavshin Ayin Aleph, just to, uh, to remind everyone as well that uh, a couple weeks ago, Baruch Hashem, we have uh, a group uh, of learning together. We have the Sefer HaMitzvahs up on the OU.org website as well. Uh, a mitzvah a day, about 20 to 23 minutes or so, uh, going through each one of the Sefer HaMitzvahs following the Seder of the Sefer HaChinuch. Uh, please join us. We're just up to Mitzvah Yud Gimel. will be Bezrat Hashem tomorrow's mitzvah, but we're doing it... Um, Hopefully, five days a week at least, and uh, two to two and a half years, we'll be able to go through all of the all of the mitzvahs. Feel free to join us and uh, learn with us as well. Okay, Pashas Hayasara, Tavshin Ayin Aleph. We'll start with just a, a, a small thought. The first two thoughts are more on the serious side, but they're very important, and you sow those dick ideas that we get from Pashas Hayasara. After all, the beginning of Hayasara is about a very serious topic. It's about uh, the death and the burial of Sarah Imenu. As we have Shabbat Chevron coming up this Shabbos, the pasuk says the first shot of the Alder Drush, Avram Avinu after Sarah dies, pasuk Gimel, Vayakam Avraham Me'al Pnei Meso. Avram gets up Me'al Pnei Meso. So what does that mean? Avram gets up from on the face of his departed one. Me'al Pnei Meso. So if you look in source number one, the Rebbe Miradomsk in the Parpara Osla Torah, he writes. He's mafarish as a pasuk, but Yakam Avraham Yalpanei Meso, based on the Gemara in Mesecha Shabbos. Similar, we have a similar thought in Pirkei Avos. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Shuv Yom Echad Lefnei Misascha. We must do Tshuva before we die. Shalu Talmidav as Rabbi Eliezer, Bchiyadam Yodea Ezer Yom Yamus. Rabbi Eliezer said this statement, and the Talmidim said, "Rabbi, nobody knows." Amar Lami says this is exactly the point. The Kasha Kein Yashuv Hayom. Shema Yamus Lamachar Venimsa Kal Yamav Be Tshuva. Maybe it will be tomorrow. So therefore, every day we must do Tshuva. Every day we must remember that we are finite human beings, and there will come a time when Asidli Tainti Vecheshbon. So the Rebbe Miradam says on line seven, Adam Tzarech Pachal Adam Pachal Yom Ladamos Benafsho Ki Ayom Azehu Achron Limechayav. We have to take the attitude that today is the day. Today is the last day of the season. Whatever we do today is going to be counted. This is it. We have today. Vayakam Avraham me'alpnei meso. Meso himself. Vayakam, all of the gettings up that Avraham did. Vayakam Avraham, everything he did in life. Every time he got up in the morning. It was with the attitude of me'alpnei meso. From his mace, from his own mortality that he kept thinking about. And that's what the, he ends off by saying. The Chassidim Redam say, This Sadik, Rabbi Cheskel Rabbi Novitz, he always was Mekayim. What he darshan, this thought. The Apishnos Nurim Shalo, even when he was younger. Every single moment of his was filled with Torah and Maisim Tovim. He was Nifter. Shabbos Parshas Chayasara. When he said this thought, the Parsha that he said this thought from, Tafresh Ayin Allah, was that 1911? He said over and over again, but by Yakam Avraham, we have to have all of our kimas, all of our actions in life with the attitude of we have to use every second 
Miyodeya Mayilid Yom, says the Rebbe Miradam. So that's how we learn out there Jewish from this Pasuk. Going back now to the first Pasuk in the Parsha. So we know by Yu Chaye Sarah, Meashana Vesrim Sheva Vesheva Shanim, Shinei Chaye Sarah. These are the years of Sarah. It's discussed in the past. I think two years ago, the Ksavah Kabbalah on Shnei Chayei Sarah, the two lives of Sarah, Gashmias, Ruchnias. But many of the Mepharshim, and we're not going to deal with this year, 100 to 20, 20 to 7, the Rashi, but we're just going to deal with a question that many ask, and that is, what do you need the last three words of the Pasuk for? These are the years of Sarah, 127. Years of Sarah. Repeats. Shnei Chayei Sarah. What is it repeated for? Says Rav Pam. It's quoted here in Torah Ladas, right? Bloom Safer in source number two. He quotes that he was once walking in Gobi Benachem Ava with Rav Pam. So he asked Rav Pam this question, or Rav Pam told him this. He says, What is that last phrase? So Rav Pam told him an insightful thought, which is very, goes to the core of a very serious topic. Sha'amar Bashem Zakeno, he quotes Bashem's grandfather. It happened, it's human nature, many times. Rahman al-Islan. After a relative passes on, the family members start thinking, oh, if only, oh, if, if we would have done this, if we would have done that. That medicine! Oh, that doctor, that hospital, oh, this hospital, this, this doctor, this, if we would have just done that, maybe the outcome would have been different. Maybe the result, we could have done something different. Says your palm, it's so many times we find families that are so crushed and so hurt because at the end of the day, look what happened. And they could, they think, we think to ourselves, we could have prevented it. Oh, we could have, it could have, it could have been different. Amnon says, Rapam, Hareza there's nothing further from the truth. That is a terrible mistake. Obviously, we have to do all of our ishtablos and try to get the best doctors and try to get the best care. We have to do everything. But post facto, once something occurs, says Rapam, Akadish Baruch who runs the world. Akadish Baruch who says it's time for a person, it's time for the person. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in charge and his hand, capital H, has all of our neshamas in it. A person does not go return to his maker until Hashem is gozer. Now is the time. And unless he decides differently, that's it. It might look different to us, like there was a cause. But, says Rav Pam, it's just a mistaken from the human perspective. So, says Rav Pam, that's the Peshad in our Pasuk. What, but these are the days of Sarah. We might read the Pasuk, and we might read the Rashi and say, imagine how much Sarah would have lived had the Satan not done that to her. Look what the Satan did to Sarah. Look what he, he, he said to us. Oh! Yitzchak was killed. Yitzchak was almost killed. And Sarah had a heart attack. Imagine if the son would have said that how long she would have lived. Says HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this Torah. Shnei Chayi Sarah. She lived exactly what she was supposed to live. If the son would have gone to Higinlah, 
So Lo Haisa she wouldn't have died. Says the Pasik, Shnei Chayisara, Lo Hisira, Lo Pichsa, Lo Shanam, Shniskapsu, Lame Rosh. Kiyodea Hashem, Yemetimimim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows exactly how long. It just looks that way. Maybe the Sa'in played, maybe it was part of, which many of the say, it was to play on Avraham, to try to see if he would feel bad about doing the Akedah. But really, Sarah was supposed to die at that very second anyway. Rabbi Yaakov says the same idea. We have um, Rabbi Avraham Yaakov Pam and Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky. Pasach of Perach uh, in the source number three, right over here, says the same idea. Haray line seven. Shahisa Rinana, Shahakeda Garmala Misa. There was a rumor. People just started thinking that's what Sarah would have lived longer. Lafiha Haida Hatora, no, no, no. Shnecha Yesara. The story that is told, I gave it to you from the Osros HaTorah. It's a very difficult and tragic story, but it drives home this message. And the story of the Chazonish was a story of one of the great Doli Hadar, does not quote its name, his name there, of our generation. And B'tzi'i Rousseau, Rahman al-Islam, when he was younger, Chimim, Bebeso, Mecham, Shamayim, Chamin. And he was somehow moving a very large pot of boiling water. And Rahman al-Islam, as he was moving it, he had a little daughter who did not know what was going on, and tragedy struck. She was burned and tragedy struck, and this Rosh Yeshiva did not leave his house for months. Didn't leave his house. Couldn't, he, couldn't, he couldn't function, he couldn't go on, as nobody would be able to function. And he was just he was in a terrible depression until the Chazonish heard about it. Line 9, Kishashama Mizem Arana Chazonish Satsal, Kara Rosha Yeshiva. He called the right... Called to the Rosh Yeshiva. The Chazanish, whose yard site was this past Shabbos, Chazanish's yard site was this past Shabbos, he called the Rosh Yeshiva, and when the Chazanish calls, a person goes. Va'amalokach says the Chazanish exactly this message that we just saw from Rav Pam. Ha'adam choshev ba'olam. We think that we're in control, and everything that we do affects this cause and effect. But really, of course, we have Bechir Chavshis. But at the end of the day, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in charge. And if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is goes or something, no, as, as in what, what we receive, it's out of our control. As the Gemara says in Chulin, A person doesn't even move his finger unless HaKadosh Baruch Hu decrees it. And yes, of course, there is Bechir HaKadosh Everybody will be held accountable for their own actions. But... Re- reacting to what happens, so that I just have to take is from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The Kolmashakara, Kolu Mishamayim Bovad, and everything that happens is from Shemayim. Ukeilu Dachvaz Ayadam Ilamala. Hakadosh Baruch Hu did it. I didn't do it. V'lachen Hin Chachayev Lishkoach Miakol says the Chazonish. I know it's hard and almost impossible, but you got to move on because it wasn't you. It wasn't you. It was Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hakadosh Baruch Hu said this is what it was meant to be. With those words of Nechama, the Chazanish helped him move on. But that's our Pasuk, Shnei Chayi Sarah, lest we think that the Satan was the one that shortened Sarah's life. The Torah tells us we should not think that. There are two cases in the Torah where the Torah itself alludes to the fact that maybe HaKadosh Baruch Hu orchestrated time to be shortened. Rabbi Yaakov refers, in that piece that I just read you above, to these two other places in Parshas Bracious, in Sefer Bracious. Back in Parakeh, what did the Pasuk say? Vayi, you call you, may ha'adam asher chai, source number five, 
These are the days that Adam lived. It doesn't say that about anybody else. By, it says, Vayachi Yimei Noach, or Vayu Yimei Noach. It doesn't say these are the days that he lived. Yimei, call, call Yimei Adam Asher Chai. What are those two words, Asher Chai, that he lived? Says Reb Yaakov there, Vahanira line two, Lefisha Amru Razal, Chazal tell us, Debeemes Hoylov Adam Elof Shanim. Really, he was supposed to live a thousand years. Right? He was supposed to live a thousand years. Then he was supposed to die. You may should say new, right? That it says, right, uh, the Pazaka Tehillim, that a thousand years to us is one year to Hashem. The El of Shanim, who Yom Shalom Kadish Baruch, as he says here. Ella, Shenit Lumi Menu Shivim Shana, Bishol David Amelach. But David Hamelach got 70 years. Adam lived till 930. Adam, according to Chazal, gave 70 years to David. Nimsas, what does it come out? Really, 9.30 wasn't the years that were decreed by God. Changed and modified to give the 70 years to David. So those years were Ashokai. Those were the ones that he lived. Those weren't Shnei Chayei Adam. That's why Dafka there it says Ashokai. Oh, we'll get to that in a second. Line 11. Everybody has his man katsuv. Okay, Adam Arishon, he ate from the Eitz Adas. There was nobody like that in history. That's why Asher Chai. Or, the other example is by Avram Avinu himself. Pas Perachafei Pasik Zion. Source number 6. Ve'ela Shnei Yemei Chai Avraham Asher Chai. Rabbi Yaakov, first you need a Rabbi Yaakov to, to pick up on the fact that these are the two places in Bracious where it uses that phrase, Asher Chai. But by both of them, there's a specific reason. Adam gave 70 years to David. Abraham, what did Chazal say? Rashi quotes it. Abraham lived 175. Yitzchak lived to 180. What happened to those five years? What does Rashi say? So he didn't see his grandson go off the deck. He took, was taken five years earlier. Asher Chai. These are the ones that he lived. These weren't his years. There were five more years. These weren't Shnei Chaye Abraham. But that's why it says Asher Chai. Ukamochein, line, line six. Kamochein, Eitzel Abraham. Lefim Asher Chadar, Asher Lekamant. Kitzer Kadosh Brachoi, Hei Yishami Mishnosav. Lefichach, Hiddish, Kachasav. That's what the Pazik emphasizes. De'elu, Hayu Ashanim Asher Chai. Yes, what does it mean? God knew he was going to live to 175 beforehand, but that's a kasha on God's knowledge, which we don't understand, and we just look at it from a human perspective. But the message is clear. Okay. Moving right along to Pasuk Dalad. Hashem says, sorry, Pasuk Base. That was a thorn of Pasuk Aleph. Now we had Sarah dies in Kiryat Arba, he Chevron Be'eretz Kenan. And Avram comes to be masked her and to cry for her. Says the Klayakar. B'Shem the Medrash. Source number seven. B'Yalkut Masik. Shehoyelumakum Ze'ar B'Shemos. This place that thousands of Jews will be going. This Shabbos. That place has four names. Four names to the place on the map south of Yerushalayim in the mountains over there. What are the four names? Eshkol, Mamre, Kiryat Arba, Chevron. Four names. Says the Klayakar, Begadluso, Viamarti Leitin Tuftam Vadas Adal Shemos Elu. Why he is known as one of the greatest Darshanim in history, he proves it right here. Says the Klayakar, 
Let me explain these four names. Lefisha Makum Zehuksalikvaris. As we know, the greatest people of our nation were buried there. And it has a special place for Kvaris. Al Nik, and not only the, the eight, Yishai, Rus, there are others there too. Al Nikra Bedalit Shemos, that's why these names are called that place. Hamorim Al Arba Drachim Shahamisamitsuyabahem. There are four types of misos that we find in Chazal. Four types of misos. What are types of misos that we find in Chazal? Each alluded to by one of these names. I wrote, I've numbered them. Kiesh misa The lowest level, one level, is a person dies because, right, because of, because of, uh, we don't live till 120. We don't live forever. Bechet omes. Kamasha kazav ki bechet omes. I like the, the daughters of Slavcha said. He wasn't in Adas Korach. It was Chet Omes. That's number one. Because of our Chatom, we don't live forever. Number two, v'yesh, very unusual, but v'yesh misa b'avon Sometimes we are punished because of others. Habanim hanitfasim b'avon avihem, v'tzadik hanitfas b'avon hador, atzadik because of a generation. HaKadosh Baruch Hu works it out, how it's hatsur tamim pa'alo, but this is another type of misa that we find Number three. Other times, it's just that there's no sin involved, but it's just that time. The Gemara describes a city that everybody lived until they felt, and they didn't do any, they never told a lie, and they lived. And when it was time for them to die, they felt that they reached that time. They walked out of the city, and they died. Right? It wasn't because because of the Gemara tells a story. There was no sheker in that city. Sometimes there's no sin involved. But what is it? It's just the natural elements of the body that separate. That the Dalad Yisodos, as the Gemara and Chazal assume, the, the, that a person is made of. Everything that is made up of elements ultimately comes apart. The Dalad Yisodos coming apart. And finally, the Yesh Misas Meshika, the highest level. What Moshe Rabbeinu Chazal say yearned for after he saw Aaron got it. What's the kiss of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? The Misas HaTzadikim Shemesem B'Neshika. It's the Misas HaTzadikim with a kiss of Hashem. V'hu Lashon Chibur. What is Neshika? Because the Tzadikim get so connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they just, they can't let go. Right, what happened with Chanoch? He was just with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. But in Yanok, Asher Tale Machshava, Sam Benishmasam, their Machshava and Neshama, but Tidbach Lamala Beseichel Apolal, they are so connected to Hashem, Kivan Shaala Shuvlo Yeirei. They just don't come down one time. They're so Machubar to the other worlds. Kiti Shair Nishmaso Machubar Shama. They are connected to God. Those are the four types of Misos described in Chazal. Says the Klayakar, these are the four names of Hebron, which is the city that is specially suited for Kvura, for the next life. Mamre. What does Mamre mean? Mamre Meisem. Zokin Mamre. What does that mean? Kneged Hames Becheto. Miloshin Mamre Meisem in Mashem. Zokin Mamre. Mamre means rebel. That's the first type. Eshkol, Kineged Hamis Ba'avon Achirim. Eshkol is Kineged the second type. Why? 
What is eshkol? Hanasim shkulim. Shachul means bereft from. Rachman al-Islam, if somebody's bereft from a family member, that's shachul. Lama, what does Rivka say? Lama eshkal. Gam shneichan yom echad. Why should I lose both of them the same day? Yaakov and Esav. Ki akover banav karu shachul. Oh, she quotes the Pasuk. Ki zeachote v'ramari nishal shachul v'yechidi, etc. Third, line 16, Kiryat Arba, al shem ha-misa hativis. Right, the Kiryat, the coming together of the four and then the disintegration. Pirud dalad yesodos, ki ha-adam irktana v'kiryat Arba. A person is a Kiryat. And finally, Chevron, from the word Chibur, from the word connected. Al shem ha-chibur misas nashika, says the Klayakar on the punchline, what is this city called when it comes to Sarah? What does our Pasuk say? Kiryat Arba Ki Chevron. What are the two misos that we could associate with Sarah Imenu? Number three and number four. The one that has to do with the natural separation of the elements and the Misa B'Nashika. Nothing to do with the first two. That's why Dafka, those two are mentioned. That's why. That's a clayok. That's a take-home clayok. Four names. Helps you remember the four names of Hebron also. Good. Moving right along. I'm sorry, I mis-taped. The, uh, the, I left out two sources. You see eight and nine? It says later on the sheet. So just turn to the last two sources and then we'll come back. A famous question. I didn't see this um, in past years. I wanted to put this here. Famous question is, where's Yitzchak? Wouldn't, shouldn't Yitzchak be Maspit, his mother? Shouldn't that uh, sorry Menu? You would think that Yitzchak would would be would be there. Yitzchak would want to 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 have a share in it. So I saw an amazing thought in Rabbeinu Bachai. Then even more amazing in uh, in the uh, the Shemana Tov in Rabbi Weinberger. But first, Rabbeinu Bachai in source number eight. So Rabbi Bachai asked the question. Not too many of it's a famous question, but not too many of the Mefarshim ask it. The Medrash asks it, but not too many expand on it. Suggest Rabbeinu Bachai, source number eight on the back page. Venerally owed ki hayahakatovra uisha yomar. The pasuk should have said vayavo Abraham v'Yitzchak. This polus or revel of kosa Yitzchak ki bevadai roya hayitzchak lispoli imo atzadekas v'liv kosa lael. Yitzchak should have cried shaharayachiyav bog adol moed yoter. How about a little kibbutz aim? Right, kibbutz aim exists even after the parents died. He was he had even more of a chiyav to be maspid than Abraham did. But oh, also shehi avas ava yisera sheyoldos oderek apella. Right, she had him in her old age, and she had a, she the older she is, the more agmas nefesh she had in having him, the more love there is. Remember, who was the one that said, I love Yitzchak, throw Yishmael out of the house? So didn't Yitzchak feel a little bit like, sorry, he, sh- she should, he should make it his business? Right? Well, he had, he had an important uh, you know, trip that he had planned. Where was he? So the major says, yes, we've discussed, okay, so leave Yeshiva for a day. You know, you could come to your mother's Leviah. Line 5. Shelo yada Yitzchak ba'oso ha'perek shemesa imo. Says Rabbeinu Bachai, maybe Hashgacha had it that Yitzchak did not know about it. 
Ki, and this is Rabbi Machai talking himself. Ki lefish emisasa haisa bishvilo bishmuas haakeda because he indirectly caused her death. Alkain he'elimu mimena misasa velohigitulo. That's why Hashkafa had it that he would not find out. Who knows what he would feel at that moment? How guilty he would feel. And Hakadosh Baruch Hu didn't need him to feel that because that's not that was not the purpose of the akeda, as we just said. Sarah's misa was supposed to happen at that time. Uminatamazem because of this lower inushi is karen or because of this haklau. Okay, maybe even after the death, maybe he'd come like visitor Kever, help in the burial. You know, maybe help Avram with the business. Right, they're trying to, to bargain. Maybe Yisrael was a good bargainer. We don't find him from after the Akedah until the end, the middle of of, uh, of the Parsha. After on the way back, Eliezer brings Rivka. Shaharik shahok Avram Yisrael Klara Moria Kasu Bechazara Vayashav Avram Al-Narav Maybe he stayed at, at, at the Har Maria for three years. Until he was 40 years old, time to marry Rivka. And then he came to Beir Lachai Rui. Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar says, that's my best, that's my best shot. HaKadosh Baruch Hu had it, because if he knew about it, he has to be there. He went to Shem Be'ever, so let him leave Shem Be'ever to go to his mother's Levaya. It must be, says Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar, he did not know about it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not want him to know about it. There is another idea, which is uh, difficult to put into the text of the Torah, but, and it's against what we know and what seems to be, a, everybody holds, but it is a Zohar. Sometimes the Zohar says things that, that uh, does not seem to be what, uh, what we generally uh, assume. Shemanatov in source number nine quotes a Zohar at the end of line four. Uvisif say Kohen Isa Valamin Bidivriya Zohar. Dinishtahe Yitzcha Gimel Shanim Biganeden. Went to Ganeda for three years. Lehisrapos Mimaseha Akeda. To get healed from the Akeda. What do you mean healed? Kishachad Yaakov Bo Rof Shnaim Simanim. Yaakov started to cut. And then the Malach came and stopped. But he was injured. And he had to go back to Ganeiden to get healed, says the Zohar. Where do you know this from? Where do you say about Ganeiden? Says the Zohar. Because in next week's Parsha, remember when Yaakov comes in and Yitzchak, the blind Yitzchak is there and says, I smell something. I smell Ganeiden. Rashi quotes. I don't know what Ganeiden smells like. Where was he? When was he going to eat it? When did he ever have Tchiyas HaMesim done to him? Oh. Because he had been there. That was the best hospital around. V'zeu Shamar Yitzchak. That's what Yitzchak told Yaakov. Re'ei re'ach b'ni k're'ach ha'sadeh. Asher v'erchu Hashem. Says Hashem anatov. Dvarim stumim u'mafliim. Okay, we don't really understand it. But this is a Zohar that also connects to where Yitzchak was during those, during those times. Again, Pasuk says he lifted up the knife and then the Malach Hashem told him, stop. And the Medrash even says he wanted to and the Malach said, don't. Right? But that's, that's his over. Yeah, that's two, two ideas related to where Yitzchak was at his mother's Levi. Okay? Back to source number 10, bottom of page 2. Says the Torah, 
Perech of Dalid, beginning of Perech of Dalid, after the whole story. So Yaakov finally gets his burial plot. He buries Sarah in it. Were Adam and Chava already there? Abraham, what did I say? What? Yaakov? Right, Avram finally gets his um, his burial. Pl- I was thinking of a Yaakov story, which I taught this this week in Shir by Yaakov and Chushim and Yaakov being buried there. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Anyway, so the so Avram finally gets his burial plot. Buried Sarah there. Adam and Chava were they there already? Must be. Hakadosh Baruch Hu took care of them. They were there. The Avraham Zakain Ba Bayamim. Avram was an older man. For Hashem Hashem gave Avram everything. Bakol. Gave him everything. He had all the brachas a man could want. Right, so Rashi says, Pukol is Gematria Ben, and since he had a Ben, it was time to get him married. Okay, that's Chazal. Maybe Bakol, it means a daughter, her name was Bakol, Gemara talks about. Put the passage of the Pasik. He had everything, I've met everything. Ask from Yosef Nechemia Kornitzer. Source number 10. I've met everything. He was an old man who was promised to get this beautiful, wonderful, vast land. And he just had to pay through the nose to get a tiny little cave to bury his wife. He has a 37-year-old son who's not even married yet. Who knows if he's even going out? He's sitting there on Haramoria that's, that's sitting there for three years. And he has no grandchildren. And Hashem promised him, you'll have children like the stars. He's got everything. Hashem Be'erach Zavar Bakol. Doesn't sound like Bakol. It doesn't sound like if any of us were in this situation that we would think that we have bakol. So what does the Tosik mean? Right? says And his wife just died. His wife just died after he almost killed his son. What kind of bracha has he been having lately? said, okay, throw out your other son. So he threw out Yishmael, his wife died, Yishmael's on the mountain, he's all alone, he has no grandchildren. And he doesn't even have a land that he was promised. So what does he have? What's Bakol? He's close to 40 years old. His house is destroyed. His son's house is not built yet in the familial type of house. Says Rav Nosef Nechemia, the Efshar HaKavana. The Kavana is as follows. The tzaddikim, the totally righteous, uma'aminim, believe. He called David Rachman al-Tavavid. The tzaddikim in the world believe like Rabbi Akiva and believe like Nachamish Gamzu, his Rebbe. That everything Chodesh Baruch Hu does is for the good. And even if it does not appear good right now, Everything is wonderful. It doesn't matter what's going on. Sadiqim believe everything is wonderful. And they have everything. That was the Avram Avinu attitude. He had a call because he felt. This is what Kodesh Baruch Hu wants. I have everything. He had the ten Sionos. I got everything. God's great. And he's great to me. Everything is from my Kodesh Baruch. Everything is wonderful. Says of Yosef Nechemia, if this is what Bakol means, 
we understand the Gemara in Baba Basra. The Gemara tells us at the end of the first paragraph in Baba Basra on Daphid Zayin that Avram Avinu wore a necklace. Wore a necklace. Says the Gemara second line. He had a necklace with a gorgeous pearl on the necklace. If anybody was ever sick, what kind of sickness? Wasn't Yaakov the first person to get sick? So they say that he was the first one to get sick and then die, but other people got colds. Regular sickness. Anybody who was sick, anybody who was sick would look at that necklace and the pearl on the necklace and they would be healed. Magic. When Avraham died, he took the necklace and made it into the sun. What does this Gemara mean? Avraham wore a necklace, and he wore a necklace. It was a magic necklace, and they were sick. And then Hashem made it into the sun. Wasn't there a sun already? Created on day four. Avraham was created. Adam was created on day six. So what does the Gemara mean? Says the says Rabbi Yosef the you know what Avram did his whole life? He went around uplifting depressed people. He went around giving chizik to everybody. It's going to be okay. It's going to be great. Hashem beirach hazu bakol. Everything, the, the coast is half full. God is great. Believe in monotheism. Hanuguim bin pigei azvanu mikrov. Right, that's what he did his whole life. He was the Amud Chesed. You can believe it's going to be good. Today is dark. Tomorrow is going to be better. Don't worry about it. It's going to be awesome. You just got to have the right attitude. Those who had the wrong attitude, they felt too high. Avram said, no, no, no. You have to realize that Baruch was in charge. You know what the necklace was? What was the pearl on the neck? That wasn't a physical necklace. That was Avraham. Avraham's gift. Avraham's batana. When people were sick, when they were sick from depression, when they were sick and they couldn't handle life, Avraham went and they looked at Avraham and Avraham was able to heal them. Avraham made them better. That's what it means. He healed them from Rafuas HaNefesh. Not just the Rafuas HaGuf. Maybe there was no Rafuas HaGuf yet. This answers that question too. So says Rabbi Yosef even in the natural world, there's something that always symbolizes hope, that always symbolizes optimism. He doesn't quote the Pasik, but the morning always brings hope. The night is dark, the night is depressing, the night is scary. All of a sudden, the, it, the, the sun goes up in the morning, it's a new day. It's a new day. Hashem took that attitude of Avram and made it into the sun. Because that's what the sun symbolizes. That's what the sun gives. The healing power of the sun. Right, skip a line. The light will come after the darkness. That's what Avraham did. That's what he taught. That was his attitude. And therefore, Yeshlo called. Yes, he didn't have grandchildren. He didn't have a land. He didn't have anything. By the time Avram died, he hardly had anything. But he had the attitude of Yesh, Yesh Kol. He was Mavarech Bakol. Maybe it wasn't only Avraham. Maybe Sarah also had the attitude like this. The positive outlook. And that's what's suggested by Rabzusha. 
Rebzusha Mianipoli, quoted here in the Korosal Shabbos Oneg in the second Chalik in Source 12. Going back to the first Pasuk in the Parsha. Vayu Chayisara, at all 127, Shnei What does Rashi say on Shnei Kulan Shavin Latova. They were all good. All years were good. So ask Rebzusha. They were all good. But the first 89 years of Sarah's life were good. I shouldn't have any pain. Only 89 years of asking for a kid. Right? What, those weren't painful? What, twice she was taken by a non-Jewish king into, into the non-Jewish king's uh, private chamber? Everything's good? Paro and Avimelech? Everything's great. Kulan Shavin Latova? That's great? Yishmael? Yishmael is... is that, that's the kind of person I, I, I brought into my house by giving you Hagar? Everything's good? Says the producer, it's the same vart. Because Sarah also had the attitude. Everything's from HaKadosh Baruch. Kul and Sarah and Shav and Latova. where it's underlined. Everything that happened to Sarah. Even if it was painful and difficult sometimes. She laid the groundwork for Nachum, Ish Gamzu, and for Rabbi Akiva. Just like a person is chayiv mivarech on tova, so to Allah ra. We make different brachas, but still we know deep down. Because she knew everything was from Hashem. Moving along, there might not be any other parsha in the Torah which is so much about life cycle than this week's parsha. We have death, we have burial, we have marriage, right? We're, we're just after a birth, right? We can still think about Yitzchak being born, even though he's already had the Akedah already, but maybe Chayasara, maybe death to marriage to mm-hmm. eventually, beginning of next week's parsha, to the birth. It's all about lifestyles. We've had a couple of Thoughts related to Kfura at the end. Maybe let's go back now. The last couple of thoughts we'll talk about tonight has to do with marriage. Has to do with the connection of a husband and a wife. Perach of Dalad, What happens here? Eliezer, he's never called Eliezer in the Torah. He's only called Evan Abraham or Ha'ish. So the Ish or Evan Abraham goes and he goes to try to find a wife. And then he says, He makes the deal with God. Right? First he says, yeah, you have the And he says, The God of Abraham, help me out here. I'll make you a deal. The Na'ara that I say, Please, can I have a drink? She says, Drink. And I'm going to give to you and your camels. Osa hochachta la'avdechali yischak. That one, I'll know that's the one. That one you have proven to me, God, will be for your servant yischak. Uba eda, and in her I will know. Ki asisa chesed emaduni. Right? I'll know that's the one. Rashi. Ki osa hochachta. If she does this, I'll know that's the one. Osa hochachta. Says Rashi. Ruuya hilo. I'll know she is fitting for him. Shetehe gomelas chasadim. That she is one, does a lot of chasad. 
Right? And it's Kedai for her to be to be Yitzchak's mate. It's the Chassam Sofer. We had a Chassam Sofer last week in the Chassam Sofer Allah Torah. This week we have a Chassam Sofer in his other Sefer Allah Torah called the Torah's Moshe. There's also a Moshe Alshech Sefer is also called Torah's Moshe. But the Chassam Sofer also has two different sets. Chassam Sofer Allah Torah and Torah's Moshe Allah Torah. So here in the Torah's Moshe he says, what's Rashi trying to emphasize? Because she's Gomelas Chassadim. What do you mean? So she's great for anybody. Dafka Yitzchak. It's not like Rashi's driving something about Yitzchak. That Yitzchak, she's perfect for Yitzchak. Because she's a Gomelas Chassad. Says the Chassam Sofer. The Yesh Lafari, source 13. Maybe I can explain this better based on a very well-known idea. We all know the Pasuk when Chava was created. Let me create an Ezer Kinegdo for man. She'im, so what is Ezer Kinegdo? Ezer, your help, Kinegdo, opposite. She'im, as the Nitziv says there too. She'im ha'isha, he misnagedes betivo letivo shalabal. If the woman is a little bit, not exactly a carbon copy of the husband. It is a little bit of difference, different strengths between a husband and a wife. Right, the husband's got to be able to take some some tochacha from a wife. Azer connecto. The best azer is when there's a little connecto. If all the wife does all day is you're the best. You're aw- the whole day, and even when the husband does something wrong, you're awesome. You're great. Right, the, 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 somebody's got to be able to tell the husband put him in his place. So azer connecto. If there's a little connecto, that's the best azer. That's a, that's many mafarshim say that on that pasuk. If they both can't keep the checkbook properly, if they both give away all their money or don't give any money, if they have, if they're the same thing exactly, it's not going to work. It's got to be a balance. There's always one cold and one hot. I found right. Somebody's always cold. Somebody's always hot. Right. Avraham says the chasam so fair. Amazingly, Avram was all about chesed. So he needed to be balanced by Sarah, who was a little bit of, you throw Ishmael out. She was a little more cutting cutting the line. What did the Gemara even say? She wasn't at, you got to take a little, got to be a balance, Avram. A foil. Yitzchak was an extreme personality. We'll talk more about that soon. Yitzchak was nach like Avram is He was an Ola Tamima. So he needed a Gomelas Chesed to balance him out. Tov Ma'od, Shedhei Ishto, Bemidas HaChesed, Gomelas Chesedim Tovim. That's Rashi. Osa, Ochachta, Reuye Hilo. Specifically, Yitzchak needs this, because Yitzchak's not like an Avraham. Avraham didn't need another Gomelas Chesed. Obviously, Sarah was a Gomelas Chesed. But at least in terms of a little. Pintal in nature that could balance out the message being that a couple is a unit. A couple aren't copies of each other. And the message that we learn from the Avos, which we're going to get to again soon, is that the best Azers is when they're the little connectos. And we should look at it as, in a respectful nature, the differences we have with our spouses are meant to complement that be mashlim our marriage and not chas v'shalom to cause friction. One idea. A second idea, which we've mentioned this in different contexts, but I'll put it here right in Parshas Chayasara. The tshuva of the Nodabi Yehuda. This tshuva can be used in many different, um, many different ways. The Nodabi Yehuda was asked the following question in Ebed Ezra Simonai in Test. 
He was asked by a, a very close Talmud of his that his relative was going out. Right? I'll read, read the question. He says, I'm very busy. I'm going to answer you anyway. Atash Sho'el, Bedavar, line one on the right side. Beshidach HaMedubar. Why are we doing this now? Because this, this is the parasha about marriage. Right? The Rivka and, uh, Rivka and, and Yitzchak. L'gizascha im ben Torah v'yachson. The problem is he has a cousin who's going out with a girl, wonderful, but this cousin of his was sick earlier. And when he was sick, they added on a name to his name. And the name that they added on is the same name as the father of the girl he's going out with. So, is it okay? Why? Because, says the students, I know that Rabbi Yehuda HaChassid wrote in his will that it's not really appropriate for a mother-in-law, daughter-in-law, father-in-law, son-in-law to have the same name. So is it okay? Is it okay if my, my relative is going out with this girl? Should we stop it? Should we stop it now? That's the question. That was asked to the Nodavi Yehuda in Prague almost 200 years ago. Says the Nodavi Yehuda, Ta. Talmidi hachaviv. Listen up, says the Nodavi Yehuda. Da. Engrave these on your heart. Lizikaron to remember Haklau Hagadol, the great Klau. Sha'in Lokalachamim Shahra Talmud Rushus Lomar Dover Negada Talmud. This is important for a very basic Yesod. Says the Nodabi Yehuda. You're not allowed to argue on the Gemara. An Akron could argue on a Rishon. But you can't argue on a Gemara. It's a halacha. It's quoted in Choshe Mishpat. The Ramah quotes it. You can't argue on a Gemara. Period. And if you have someone who argues on a Gemara, so you have one of two choices. Either you have to say, he's not one of the Chachmei Yisrael. Number one. Or, he didn't mean it. Those are the two choices that we have. If you have a great one of the Bali Hamasora that says something mafurish against the Gemara, you either have to say he's not one of the Bali Hamasora, he's a fake, or you have to say we must be not understanding it properly and he must not have meant it. V'yamnam, that's what he says. If you know, he says something against the, uh, the Gemara, so then you either have to say he only meant it for a certain type of circumstance or, we, or uh, he's not one of the Bali Hamasora. So line 11. If you look in the will of Yudah Chassid, who was one of the Baliatosis, one of the Rishonim, if you look at his will, he wrote things there, Shekimat Asurlon Lashomam, that is basically, you're not allowed to say them. Some of the things there are against the Gemara. Kihu Omer Shalom Yisabasa Choso. He says, not allowed to marry your niece. And the Gemara says, it's a mitzvah to marry your niece. We're not saying that it's a good idea. Lamaisa. But the Gemara says it's a mitzvah, and he says you're not allowed to. Ki yu omesh lo yisa, fine. Hu omesh lo yisa abu b'nosh de'achrios. A father and a son are not allowed to marry two sisters. And Rav Papa and his son marry two sisters. He says that two brothers can't marry two sisters. And there are many cases in the Gemara where two brothers marry two sisters. And there are many of them. Many parts of the tzavah that are against the Gemara. Says the Nodim Yehuda, so what are you forced to say? What do you have to say? Al next column. Avala emes yared darko. What does that have to do with marriage? We'll get to you know what we have to say? That he, it was a specific command. He had special Ruach HaKodesh, and he saw that his family shouldn't do this. His family wouldn't have Zivugim Olim Yafim in this, 
in the, if they follow these these ways. But he wasn't giving rules and regulations for all the Jewish people. His family. So any anybody who's a, a patriarch of a family can say whatever he wants to the family. This is what Allah is, but I see in my Ruach HaKodesh that this is what I have to do. Wahabdil, even though Yaakov Avinu kept the entire Torah, he saw that he had to marry two sisters in this case. The opposite. So he says, don't worry about what Rebihuda HaChassid says. Okay? It's okay. Besides the, even though it says that in the, in the will, besides the fact we won't read the rest of it, the middle of it, besides the fact he says that it's not his real name anyway, it was an added on name, so who says that's considered part of his mahus? So even if you want to be machmir, don't worry about it. Go keep going out. And he didn't say if they got married in the end, but don't worry about it. The name, he has a, he has a very um, on-the-mark line here, line 11. It's only a new name. This name was only given to him to help his mazel, not hurt his mazel. Right, this name wasn't added on to cause problems for him, only to give him good muscle. So that's the that's the um, the crux of the tshuva. But the last three lines of the tshuva is what it forms the basis of many Shabbat Shuvah and that is says Rabbi the Nodav Yehuda, the fourth to last line. I'm just wondering about the whole world. If the guy who their daughter is going out with is a big Amma Aretz, they have no problems. Oh, the same name, father-in-law, son-in-law, Ive. Can't be. Where's the hierarchy of values, as to Behuda? What, what, what are you worried about? You're worried about names? You're worried about Midos. Where are the values? This is in Prague 200 years ago. People don't care if their daughter marries an Amma Aretz, which is against Chazal. If you let your daughter marry an Amma Aretz without putting up a fuss, it's like you're throwing her into the lion's cage. But if you're marrying the Posekador's son, oh, same name, no good. He says, where's the value system here? And therefore he says, keep going. He just threw that in, but he obviously wanted it in the tshuva. Right, it's the hierarchy. But the same idea is found in our generation. Rishlomo Zalman wrote, Source 15, Rishlomo Zalman once commented before Yom Kippur, HaYerabeinu Toheh Al Shebepros Yom HaKippurim Before Yom Kippur, what were all the Shilas that he got about? Rabbim Heim Shoali HaShe'elos Behilchas Tainus Hilchas Tfilah Do we say this, Piyot? Am I allowed to fast? What am I supposed to do? Do I eat a shiurin? Am I allowed to wear these shoes? Does anybody want to do tshuva here? Says Rosh Hashanah Nobody ever asked me a shiloh about doing tshuva. They only asked me shilohs about the shoes and about how much am I going to fast. That's clear to them. There's no svekas. Everybody knows how to do tshuva. They just don't know what shoes are okay. Says Rosh Hashanah Where's the value system? 200 years apart. The same message. Same message. When we're interested in a shidduch, says the Yehuda, there's what the important things to look for in a shidduch. Okay, one final thought. Somewhat of a well-known thought. I mean, in, uh, in some, now we're going to make it well-known right now, but in the world of Hemig Dovars, this nitziv is well-known. Pazek tells us when 
Finally, Rivka, after the long trek, comes and sees her future husband. So the Torah, the Torah tells us that Vatomer Ha'eved, Pasik Samache, at the end of the parak. Who is that man? asks Rivka. He is my master. What does she do? She covers herself and she, right, she gets off, she covers herself, she takes her veil, which by the way is the marker for Badekin. Marker for Badekin is not to see if it's the right, right girl, like Rachel Leah, because then you would pick up the veil, not put down the veil. By Badekin, we put down the veil. Right, it's a washing of Tzniyas. Like based on Rivka, right here. She covers herself. Says the Nitziv, this reaction by Rivka and this first meeting of Rivka to Yitzchak impacted the entire relationship for their entire lives. Says the Nitziv. Vatikach Hasefatiskas, line 5, in Nitziv, source 16, may rov pachad ubusha. Yitzchak was an extreme personality. Out of all of the Avos, we know the least about Yitzchak. We've touched on that in the past. But Yitzchak was an Ola Tamima. Yitzchak was a Karban. He never left Eretz Yisrael. We needed him as one of the Avos. Ume Azvahala, from then on, that moment, Nikva Baliba Pachad. Rivka was in awe of her husband. Each one of the Avos and Imos says that Nitziv had a different kind of relationship, a different model. Avram and Sarah was not Yitzchak and Rivka. When Sarah... Had, a, had an issue to talk about, she was not shy. Avraham, throw him out. Sarah was not shy when it came to talking to Avraham. She had something to say. She said it. That was one kind of relationship. Rachel and Leah also had a similar but different relationship with Yaakov. Rivka and Yitzchak was very different. We hardly have any one, maybe, conversation in Torah Shevachsav that they had what do they say to each other? When after the brachas at the end of next week's parsha, Rivcha says, you got to send Yaakov away because Esau's trying to kill him. That's basically all we have in the Torah directly between Yitzchak and Rivka. That's it. Masha'en Kain Rivka. Vikoza, you know why? You know why? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu, now he adds this, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted Yaakov and needed Yaakov to get the brachas. And therefore, this all had to be part of the background and setup. They are they they were different, right? Yitzchak loved Esau. She couldn't say it. Why did she just say Yitzchak? Esau's a Russia. Esau is tricking you. Yaakov's the one. She couldn't. This was all. Ends off in its The Avos and the Himos all had unique and different relationships and models. But they each could teach us and we could each learn from them. But this first 
Right? First, you only can make a first impression once. Right? Here we're at. The Nitziv says this first impression that the Torah describes to us of the awe, what must Yitzchak have looked like after being alone for three years? His spodidus, the extreme nature of his personality. We hardly know anything about him. Right? It sounds like Moshe Rabbeinu after he separated from his wife. Similar, Moshe, he had Karan or Panav. But says the Hamik Davar, this act affected the entire lifetime of their relationship. Not good or bad, just different. It's unique, which was needed in the story of our Avos and the Himaus. Okay, we'll have to stop here. And Be'ezrat Hashem, we will continue um, next week.